Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs, and I've been in business since 1994. The purpose of this podcast is to get to the real deal of what really works and why some things don't work. Most importantly, why, why, why? Hence the name Method to the Madness, because you know what? There truly, truly is a method to the madness. First, let me start out by thanking our greatest sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 280 five-star reviews on Zillow. Jonathan holds a degree in real estate from Florida State University, and Lynn has her MBA, and they have a great team working with them. And they constantly sell houses. When I log on to social media, I see another place sold. That's what you want, right? Success begets success. So check them out at 386-451-2412. All right. So today I'm going to talk about whether or not you are smart. Are you smart or are you not so smart? And when I mean, are you smart? I'm talking about your goals. Are you setting smart goals? There's a nice little acronym that's going to help you decide upon that answer. Now, isn't this the perfect time to start talking about this? I mean, what are we at today? December 14th, as far as when I'm recording this, it'll be out next week. So, you know, we'll be around Christmas week or so when this comes out. I mean, isn't it the perfect time? And I don't mean the holidays because, you know, I don't know if it's the smartest thing to do to set like big time goals around the holidays other than to really make sure that we're doing our best every day with keeping our wellness intact. But as far as like setting like our main goals, probably not the best idea, but we are coming up on New Year's and that's when everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but isn't it kind of a tradition that people set their New Year's resolutions? And I believe I saw a statistic once that said most people have quit their New Year's resolutions within three weeks of the new year. So resolutions don't work. Resolutions do not work. And there's a reason, there's a science behind that because Typically, there's not a lot of planning involved with the resolution. You just say, oh, I'm going to give this up or I'm going to start doing this. And as I talked about in the stages of change behavior model, that's not really how things work. So there's a reason why, hence a method to the madness of why resolutions don't work. And then there's a method to the madness as to why smart goals work. So instead of setting resolutions, I encourage you, to start the year. I mean, we should be doing this all the time. And we do do it here at my personal training studio. We, we set smart goals with our clients. I set them for myself. But instead of doing New Year's resolutions this year, instead, get with a friend, get with your trainer, get with your spouse, get with your partner, and set some smart goals together. Now, SMART stands for get your pen out, Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. All right. And I understand there's some like crossover with them. So please don't go, wait a minute, attainable and realistic, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, 
okay, I get it, but you know, why don't you talk to the people who made it and like argue with them over what we could have put in place so that are okay, but I don't want to do that. It's like, come on, people, I get it. I only say this because I've heard that before. doesn't matter. I mean, most important thing is that we are setting realistic goal, realistic and attainable goals. So it's a cool little acronym. And uh, so let's work through that a little bit. Now, first, we should always set a long-term goal and short-term goals. If we want to reach something, we have to have a map. So that is what studies have shown. Long-term goal can be anywhere from, say, 6 to 12 months. Oftentimes, what we do as professionals is take people's words and help them formulate a long-term goal. So somebody might come in very often and say, I want to lose weight. Say, okay, so in general, you want to lose weight. So that's kind of like their long-term goal. But there's nothing smart about it, right, in the sense of the acronym. So then I'll frame that or I'll reframe that with them and say, okay, so we want to lose 30 pounds over the course of six months. Now, we have to look at that and say, does it meet the mustard test there? Is it specific? Yes, 30 pounds. Is it measurable? Yes, it's in pounds, or we could have said fat. Is it attainable? And again, based on the situation of the person, yeah, 30 pounds could very well be. In some cases, not so much. I mean, if somebody only needs to lose 10 pounds and 30 pound weight loss isn't going to be realistic. Is it attainable? Yes, it's realistic and they can do it. And is it timely? So did we put a time frame on it or did we just leave it wide open? And no, in six months. So most long-term goals should be anywhere from six to 12 months. Now, then we build our foundation. Like Research shows that setting long-term goals is great, but they're pretty much useless without short-term goals. Because look, we're, we're just got too much ADHD, right? We've all gotten so much worse with technology being out there and smartphones and all this stuff and our watches beep it at us left and right. We basically have been trained to not pay attention. So, you know, we don't have the attention spans that we used to scream at our kids for not having, right? We're basically hypocrites because we are screaming at them and yet we can't go anywhere without our phones. So, you know, that has hurt our attention span. So we need to basically limit that focus as much as possible, or I should say shorten that focus as much as possible and set short-term goals. Now, short-term goals should be anywhere from four to six weeks. Every four to six weeks, hit it, make a new one. If you paid attention into my stages of change behavior model that the time to set new goals is after four to six weeks or we could fall into relapse where we're not exercising and studies have shown one of the best way to keep going is to set new short-term goals so we want to stay on top of that. So four to six weeks for short-term goals. And those goals should matter to you. So if you set a long-term goal of wanting to lose 30 pounds in six months, then your short-term goals should address that. If you set a long-term goal of, I want to run a marathon by the end of next year, another smart goal, there's a time component, realistic if it's realistic, then your short-term goals should lead you to it. So whatever the goal is, you should have baby goals to get there. 
I also like people to spread out their goals, meaning don't just make it all about weight loss or don't just make it all about completing an endurance event. Like try to move it around the five health components of cardiorespiratory, body composition, muscular strength, muscular endurance, and flexibility. Try to set goals in those areas. And of course, naturally, to keep you motivated, set it more in your most interest. But don't just get totally, totally into one thing and forget about the others because you could be setting yourself up for failure or at the very least setting yourself up to not be as healthy and fit as you can be. So SMART goals. So I want you to think about that. So SMART, specific, make it as specific as you can. In the case of strength, let's say somebody says, you know, I just want to be stronger. My doctor's getting on me about my ADLs, my activities of daily living, and I and I believe him or her. I do have trouble getting out of a chair like I, you know, used to just bounce out. Now it's like, eh, you know, it's it's I get out kind of creakily. My my family wants me to go to, you know, amusement parks with them and I I don't feel capable anymore, so he's really telling me I need to get stronger to improve my activities of daily living. Amen. Like if a doctor's telling you that, that's awesome. And I know plenty of doctors that do. And they're absolutely right. So strength is one of the best ways to get there. But we have to set goals. So it has to be specific. So what areas? So I want to get stronger. Okay. And then you're talking about your activities of daily living. So then you could say, well, you know, one of the most functional things, and of course you need a a tour guide, you need a trainer to be able to point this out to you. And I point it out all the time. It's like the squat is the foundation of so many activities of daily living. I started out giving the example of the patient who complained about creaking as he gets out of his chair. So a squat is getting out of a chair. That's exactly what it is. So one of the smart goals you could make if you're this person is to say, you know, I was measured by my trainer and in 30 seconds, I can only get up and down from my chair three times. And it was a struggle. Okay, at least you're here. You're in the right place working on it, right? I don't know why I'm giving this imaginary person a pep talk here. (laughs) I guess that's because what I do all day. But anyway, so then you could set a SMART goal to say, so within six weeks, in 30 seconds, I want to get in and out of this chair 10 times. So that is a specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely goal. It, It was, you know, I would label it a great goal. And then the person can stay laser focused on this. And when they work out, you can potentially test and say, all right, let's see where we're at today. You know, you're staying focused and the goal is keeping you focused. Or let's say, you know, your goals are maybe a little more aggressive than that. You say, you know, I want to be stronger. Well, what, what does that mean? It's like, well, my my friend over at the gym is bragging about having a 300 pound bench press. Oh, okay. So I want to beat him. Okay. So after doing some some reporting, right, some analyzing, figuring out what this guy is, set a smart goal. So he's currently at 275 pound bench press. All right, that's that's pretty darn good, right? Say so, okay. So by the end of six weeks, I want to be at 300. I believe you can increase 25 pounds. That might be a little unrealistic. So you know, let's spread that out and let's say he's going to gain say 15 pounds in that bench press in that short of, in that period of time of six weeks. So again, that's where we would have to come in and say, 
How realistic is that? How trained is this person? If he's raw, meaning new, he's going to make greater gains. If he's already kind of peaked, he's going to make slower gains. But in any event, the SMART goal would be moving up his one rep max bench press, specifically to the bench press, in four to six weeks. So we could say, all right, Jimmy, are you going to be happy if you move this thing up to 10 pounds higher, 285 pounds in six weeks? Say, yeah, I'll take it. Not there yet, but I'll take it. Okay. So sometimes goals are definitely negotiating. You negotiate with yourself. You negotiate with the person. But the point is you're moving in the right direction. Now, let's say we stayed with my very first example of Jimmy on the bench press and we say 300 pounds and he doesn't hit it. Well, that's not the end of the world. But studies show that some people do tend to lose their motivation if they don't hit goals. So we want these goals to be attainable, realistic, challenging, right? Which means at the very cusp of attainable, but not too hard because we don't want them to miss. So, you know, but that would still be very good, smart goals. Now, let's say a person wants to run a marathon. We gave them a whole year. Say, well, you know, how much running are you doing? Well, be honest with you, I'm not doing any. But you work with them, you talk to them, and you determine that they actually have some ability for running. They have a good skeleton. Everything's intact. Everything's good. You know, they do jog here and there, but they're inconsistent. But you determine it's doable because of their age, because of their fitness level, because of their joint integrity. And you, you, the, you the expert, says it's doable. So you say, all right, so run a marathon within 2024. That is a smart goal. Then you say, but to get there, we're going to have to take baby steps. So you might literally say, all right, so with your training plan I gave you, which is starting with a little bit of running and adding a little bit each week, at the end of six weeks, I want you to have run a 5K. Oh, okay. So that would be a great smart goal because they're, they're not, they haven't done anything of record and it would be a nice little milestone and it most likely is very attainable. So you set it in, in six weeks, we're going to have done your first 5K. And then from there, you build and build. So SMART goals should always be in the program. Now, I know people that like skip that. Literally, they say they want to do a marathon. And literally within a couple months, they're doing their first half marathon. And I'm like, I mean, not only is this a violation of the principle of progression, and it's not like you get thrown in jail for this stuff, but you're just setting yourself up for failure. And sure enough, somebody I'm thinking of now got injured. Like they did their first half and, you know, they, they jumped in, they started doing all this mileage. Fit and healthy, sure, but the, the skeletal system needs to catch up. I mean, our systems work together and it might not be ready even though your mind is. So it's very important to set these SMART goals. And every six weeks, reevaluate again. Now, the more fit, and I hate to use the word because it sounds very pretentious, but the more fit and elite you become at fitness, the harder it is going to be to reach new goals. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Like some people will say, you know, mistakenly that, oh, you know, it's so easy for that person. They're so good at such and such. They ran this time or they did this. And I'm thinking, you know, it's the total opposite. Like when you reach a certain level, it is so much harder to reach the next level. So it's really, really hard. So that person is having to put in three times the effort 
to maybe shave off five seconds of their time than when they first began and minutes were just flying off the clock as they did certain running events. And that's just true. Strength training, running and everything. So the more fit you become, the harder it is going to be to reach goals. But that doesn't mean you don't set them. It is very important to set them in all the areas. Most importantly, again, what's important to you, but then also try to have a balanced program of trying to hit different goals within the realm of physical fitness because New Year's resolutions flat out haven't worked. Now, the good news is in January, we are going to be hosting a SMART Goals workshop. It's on January 27th. It's on a Saturday from 11 to 1, and I'm going to be doing lectures on goal setting and meal planning, meal prepping, and all these things that like get in the way of us not hitting our goals if we don't do them right. And, uh, you know, this is a brainstorm idea I had because I'm like, God, you know, it, it's so funny. Like January becomes synonymous with people quitting fitness. Everybody's like, I bet your gym is the busiest in January. And I was kind of saying, well, not really just because I've been busy and full for a long time. So our clientele isn't like that. It's, it's very consistent, but I do know what they mean by that. I do know like all the big box gyms are super full in January and then start to get super empty in March. So I get what they're saying, but it's sad, right? I mean, it's sad that people like don't know really how to set their year up. So that was the brainstorm of having the workshop is to set the year up. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a science behind it. There's a method to the madness of goal setting. And I would much rather people learn how to set appropriate goals for themselves that they stick with because you know, inch by inch, anything's a cinch is one of my great clients always says. So like if we hit our goals every six weeks of the year, set new ones, hit them, set new ones. No, I mean, think about that progress at the end of the year. I mean, you literally have transformed yourself, transformed your body, transformed your mind, transformed your health in a year's time. I'm not saying that's easy because as the year ticks on, it's going to be harder to hit those short term goals. But that is a blueprint for success, absolutely. So give that all a thought, and I hope that helped you. And now I want to thank Overhead Door of Daytona Beach. They have the best garage door product. They have the best customer service. I personally vouch for Jeff and Zach Hawk, and they can be reached at overheaddoordaytona.com. Until next time, be max fit and be max well. <laughs>